All right, welcome, welcome back, folks. Uh, this is episode one hundred and eleven of the Under the Rug podcast. As I wait for Marlene to arrive, just ask for you guys to go ahead and hit that share button. You know, as we do every week, we appreciate all of your support, and there are many ways you can support the podcast. Um, monetarily, if you would like to donate some funds to the course, you can visit our website. Uh, which is goundertherug.com. We have a donate section uh, where you can uh, give up uh, some funds if you have some loose change after you finish paying your 12%. If you have one little something you want to put in our little uh, uh, pocket so we could go ahead and get some new equipment and keep the shows going every single week. Um, normally, we start at 5.30. I apologize. I had to start late today. Uh, for those of you that know or saw the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, my son was born on the 13th prematurely, and so he still has to be in the hospital. And so we go to visit him every day in the hospital. So um, these shows, um, these next few shows, at least while he's in there, we may be a bit off either with the time or the day because that is a priority. And so we have to go and visit him every day. So like I said, the time may be a bit different. Like I said, we used to 5.30, but starting at 7 p.m. today because we just got back from BMH. And so our times may be a little bit off. So, But like I was saying, go ahead if you'd like to support. Go under the rug.com. Um, and if you don't have uh, any money left after you finish paying that, oh, Lord, look at Nadia around me. <sighs> Nadia says, good evening, Greg. Open your Patreon account. Okay, Nadia. I apologize. Listen, it's been extremely busy. However, I will do it this weekend. At some point this weekend, Nadia, I will make sure, go to Patreon, sign up, because you've been rowing me for a couple of weeks now to sign up, and I have been slunking on the wife. So let me go ahead and do that this weekend, try to squeeze some time in to sign up for that account. Hopefully you'll be the first person to dump one big pile of money in there. Um, I look forward to receiving that. Um, and let me look at Chrissy Roof right now. I don't know what this is, what's going on here. But yeah, <laughs> she I on. vacation. I'm not going to be seen today. I'm on holiday and I have on my mask. You on what? Holiday. You heard me. Only because I love you. I'm doing the show today because I on holiday. You on holiday? What, uh, what kind of vacation you on? I am on a holiday for 19 years of taking care of children. What? That's right. You ain't telling me you was on no damn vacation. What you talking about? <laughs> you you What did I tell you when we ain't go to college what I was going to do? I, I, I don't recall. Oh, this a damn pair. <laughs> I wonder when I say I see you on YouTube a little while. I wonder what's going on. I tell you all, y'all is don't listen. I told y'all the minute I give us three, I was gone. I so you, back, though. you dip out on the people just like that? I tell, I've been telling y'all this for how long? My Duffries. Cold world now. I talk to you. Like I grew up in radio, so this is how y'all used to seeing me anyway. <laughs> you know, you know who's do this? My sister, my sister who live in, in California is talking to me like this. I she don't show her face on the camera for nothing. Yeah, I don't blame her. Cause look here. I gotta I gotta let these behemoths miss me. Uh, I've been given to myself. Uh, so I can do your show about school now without my face being seen. Uh, you wanna see my you wanna see my fingernail? See my fingernail? No, no, I, I wanna see your fingernail, man. Do people want to see your face? Mm. Damn fingernail. What are, you, what, are, what, are, what are you looking at fingernail for? You I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. How, how are you, Zaddy? 
I am I am okay. I am you know you know dealing. Um, I I, I like I say just get from the hospital. Wasn't feeling you know too too good. Uh, but anyhow, you know you got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah. it's just that. Yeah, it's a Thursday, so you know we gotta gotta get it in, no matter how you feel, you know. And that, these people don't understand how much you love them when you dedicate this time to just give to them, you know. They don't understand it, but they that's don't how get it. People go. I row and I want our friends right now on social media. I row and I want them. They don't realize the dedication it is take to try and uplift and noble and inspire your people. They Boy, look, yeah, I tell you, especially when it's something that you ain't really getting paid for or nothing like that. You, okay, you know, oh. volunteering your time and your energy, no matter what's going on in your life, you come and do do the show for the people. And you know what? I, I only just ask for a share, you know, Chrissy. I don't even, I, I you know, I, you had to make me start asking for money because I didn't even ask for no money. I just was asked for people to you share. Right there. Behemoths is pay for entertainment all, all over the world. Why they can't pay for us? And my I thing is, imagine you do it once a week. Imagine every day. Yeah, I don't know how you do that every day, but that's that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's super Only crazy. That's what I was used to. Yeah, yeah, but you've been doing that for how much? About, about uh, 60 years now, eh? You know what? Shut your ass. <laughs> I mean, what I meant was, I've been doing this from 1979. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say 1970 and just now, but anyhow, you know, uh, shut your teeth, Gregory. You know I love you, man. You know you you was my favorite. I love you too. My favorite is oldest friend. You know all I got is love for you. you I just learned plenty from you, you know, friend. from your experience. That is my ministry to teach you Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to do some like learning along the way too. Yo, of course, you teach me things too. Yeah, man. We all we all learn from each other. That's that's what life is about. But um, I wanted to, I I, it's so rough putting these shows together especially lately we're, we're dealing with so much but um i decide to dedicate the month of september to education remember um i think a couple of weeks ago i, I said i want to start like yeah doing like at least a whole month on particular topics to really flesh them out and put some new ideas and some new plans out there so that we could you know start to you know put some things in the air so we could get some real discussions going on where we need to go as a country because i don't hear those discussions i just hear people rowing about a bunch of nonsense all the time and complaining mm -hmm. but people ain't really and they ain't really coming up with any viable solutions so i just i say you know what let's take that role let's take that step and start coming up with some viable solutions some practical solutions that we could start to put in place and work towards to helping this country become greater and so i decide in the spirit, back to school. The children, I'm going back to school next week. Yours done gone. But we said, I'm so we, happy. Uh, look, look at you. You know, I know you get snotty when he was leaving. Eh? Don't lie. Actually, I didn't cry. Can you believe it? No, I cannot. You lying. I was, I was surprised at myself. Now, on the drive back, me and his godmother were talking and I got a little misty, but I, I was glad to put my son in that dorm. Mm hmm. And to see him on his way, because that is what I have been busted my ass for mm -hmm. for the past 19 years. So oh, I'm glad he's on his way. I do miss him. Mm -hmm. But Bet you, ain't miss it. Now. you ain't miss him eating out, eating out everything, though. I miss cooking. I miss <laughs> him eating. I miss the clothes all over the place. I miss mm. the wonder where he is. I miss the telling him to take out the garbage. There's things that I miss and there are things I don't miss. I am enjoying not being a parent right now. Ah, lucky you. <laughs> I know. You just starting. I just starting and then, and then I reset the clock. Bam, hit the clock backwards again to start over. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's because you're all young. 
Uh-huh. Remember now, my friends are grandparents with their hearts there. <laughs> Say they are. They ain't nothing to do back back then. Mister Isaac, sitting in high school making oh, baby. Oh. Yeah, Chrissy, see a see a see a friend. Who's that? Trapsy J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jay. Still stirring shit. Ah, uh, nope. I am trying to take a vacation from that. That's good. <laughs> Andrew Arton, a lie. Andrew Art, how come no back to school special on bears or alcohol? What a flip. Why you all be like drink so much? Because hmm. you have to drink to live in the Bahamas. That's how you cope. <laughs> no, man. I do it quite fine. I don't drink. I don't know how you don't. <laughs> you know, oh, when wow. you don't care, when you don't care, Chrissy, it's easy to do these things, you know. Easy to do these well, things. Thank you, Andrew. But um, let's 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 get to it. So yeah, you send your child off to school already, but that's a different kind of send off to school. He going to college, so he ain't gotta be yeah, in the house. So... But but for us with our no, little no pick me them, we gotta send no our children off guy. next week. We gotta arrange mm-hmm, for the pickup and the, the drop off pickup. But I ain't looking oh, forward to that traffic next week, especially. I I I dread that traffic, cause look here, mm-hmm. I have to be on the road for hours a time every single day. That's what I do for a living. Driving around, so you could imagine now next week what I got to deal with with all these children going back to school. And how much take? How much? How much pictures you think you can see of people and their their children in their uniform? You know that's the new thing now. Every time on social media, thousands. (laughs) Everybody got to put up their picture. And you you try to be nice to to people, children, but the over the overkill of the school pictures. We allow parents that because they're proud of their children. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the pride that they have in August and September continues throughout the year and they go to PTA and they raise their children because ah, a lot of us exactly. are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I can see the first day of kindergarten, the first day of primary school, the first day of high school graduation. But I mean, child going to grade four. Who remembers grade four? <laughs> no, that's not true. I remember grade four. I remember grade four too, but I mean, like, it's... Getting in a milestone. No. You're looking for them milestone pictures. Let them live. You know how much uniform they don't buy? Let them live. You know how much they 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 are archiving their their receipts through pictures? Come on. But that's but I but I why my disgusting friend. My disgusting friend have a picture of uh, a, a gnome in a uniform and saying that all next week. That's what her timeline is. <laughs> <That's petty. laughs> I tell her she dead. That's funny. That's funny. I like that because that's hell, yeah, that's the damn truth. Because I, 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 ain't, I don't think I could do it. I could take picture. I could take my personal picture to keep on my phone, but I ain't posted on social media. I think we did it for when she first went into kindergarten, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Like first no, in the kindergarten. This is grade one. This is important. Grade one is important. Oh yeah, that is true. Eh? Yeah, that's right. I, she, Craig, I, this is the first. This is her first day of real school. That's true. You better let me see some pictures next week. Okay, okay. Just for you, just for you. Then I'll, I'll take one and I'll put one. I'll put one up. No, you, you. I believe. Guess what? If you want to post your kids' pictures every year, if you want to post them every semester, like, why does stupid baby woman hang on say she want to wish her, her child happy six month anniversary? Hold on, what? Of being a happy six month anniversary of being in preschool. I was like, should I tell this dumb hoe that anniversary mean year? Oh. <laughs> it's the people who breed in law. It's the dummies who have insurance. Listen, that's what we say all the time. And I wish, and you you made an interesting point just a while ago. I wish, I hope that a lot of these parents, the same amount of pride that they take 
and taking the pictures and posting the pictures and being happy with their children going to school. I hope they are just as involved, like you say, with the PDA meetings, with all the ridiculous homework that they send home with these children nowadays. Hope they just as involved and mm -hmm. not just take a picture to post on the first day of school. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's a major issue that we have, and and I get it, you know. I, being a parent, listen, when you when you start, when you like they say, he who feels it knows it. When you become a parent, you start to understand a lot of the tribulations and the trials and the difficulties. Because boy, like, yeah, boy, it, far from easy, <laughs> far from easy. That's why I don't know how so many idiots is be having so much children who ain't equipped, because it is a hard job. Mm. It is, but you know what. It, a lot of people don't care. You know what? I saw a video. I don't know if you all saw it. It was in a it was in a WhatsApp group. I saw it. This video. I don't know if you saw it, Jay, but there was some babies. They had to been like toddlers, like about two, three years old, maybe four the oldest. Mm -hmm. And it was this woman smoking weed and giving each one of her little children the joint to pull. I think I saw that. That was an old video. I saw that like a while back. She uh, needed a hysterectomy. Reprimanded, and I think child services came into play. Oh, so something did happen. Yeah. Stupid. Thank goodness. Stupid but that just goes. Shouldn't breed. Exactly. But that just goes to show you, this is this is why stuff like that causes me to almost lose hope in all humanity when I see things like that. Because it's like, <laughs> how many people like this out there juicing and making babies? You know what I mean? And I feel well, so bad for the children. I feel so bad for the children because they don't, it's, it's not their yeah. fault. No. You know what I mean? And then they have to try and recover from this foundation that has been laid by this terrible parenting. And I think we've seen mm -hmm. a lot of that happen right here in this country as well. Um, a lot of people, you know, unfortunately having children that ain't supposed to be. And so what I want to discuss, like I say, um, this one's a D nation, but we can get into that. I, I want to dedicate the entire month of September to education topics, right? Um, I gonna have I wanna I wanna have some professionals on, some educators on. Um, this week we just can probably set the tone for the rest of the month um, mm -hmm. because I wanna, like I say, have the professionals speak about the education system and how we can truly implement real change in this country because it don't seem as though people actually want to change things. It just seems that we just want to continue to go. And some people even want to do it more. Like whatever exists, they want to increase it and do more of it. No, we need to go back to basics. Uh, you hear people say that all the time, but that's what got us here. So I mm. want to discuss some new ideas, some controversial ideas, of course, that people may be uncomfortable with, but things that I feel would work in this country as we begin to revamp this situation that we have. Because Good clearly... Again. I said good luck with that because every year we talk about what we're going to do for schools. By the way, the three schools in the family island, they open yet? We go to Finland Which tree? to learn. We Apparently three family island schools aren't ready and one of the schools in Nassau isn't ready. But that happens every year. So yeah, I don't, Why does that happen every year? Yeah, we go to all these conferences to learn how to better our schools. The Ministry of Education made this big thing a couple of years ago about how they went to Finland. We, we do all this traveling all around nothing. the world Finland and come education. back and do nothing. I don't get that. I didn't even know they went to Finland because I, I was doing some oh, yeah. a li little bit it's of research today. And Finland essentially have the best, seems to be the best education system in the world. Yeah, they went there mm -hmm. to go travel. It is. And it is so they go on there on vacation, is what you're saying? Basically, that's what we do. Like right now, we have the training arm of this country. 
going away to net to the Netherlands to learn how to train at the Arison complex for Carnival Cruise Lines. But yet we come right back here and our people are uneducable, unemployable, is semi-literate, semi-numerate. So what, why, why are we doing all this gathering of resources if we're not mm-hmm. going to implement it? And that's what I'm saying. And, I, and that's why I want to have the professionals. Go ahead, Jake. It's, it's pretty much a, it's a, it's a, one of those political tools to say, yeah, we, we invested and we did this. And I mean, it's the Bahamas fault that y'all didn't take advantage of the situation. <laughs> you invested in airline tickets and hotel rooms. <laughs> they ain't even invested. We invested in it. That's our money. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you mean, Dave? I hope we change how we, we educate our children because, again, we, while a lot of Bahamian students do very well, a lot of our children are illiterate, enumerate. They lack simple oracy skills. They, Hold on now. When you say when you say a lot of them do well, do what, what do you mean exactly? Well, we have children who are doing well. For example, the Ministry of Education just gave out its uh, National Merit Scholar. Uh, we've seen a lot of the sororities and fraternities give out their scholarships. We've seen a lot of the youth organizations. So we do have children who are doing well. But I'm making by it and large. Yeah. That's not the majority. That's the standout few. But I see, I see Tom is saying, yeah, government don't want to invest in the education to keep them stupid so they keep voting to see them set in. Now, that's true. I no, think that's true. to a degree, but then when you look at the budget, there are a lot of funds allocated to education. So now, what that, kind of, that, what that's been going down for a long time. The budget for education has shrunk several times over the last, what, Chrissy, you would say, what, 15 years? Well, it's been going up and down. I notice a lot of times, uh, it depends on what government is in, but education, like they say, gets the quote-unquote lion's share of the budget, mm-hmm. ranging anywhere from $200 million to $300 million, I think, the highest it's been. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they tweak things around in the budget. And Because um, remember now, this government is under an exercise of cutting the fat from the budget. I think every ministry had to cut 15%. Mm-hmm. But they so, just buy a hotel, though. Uh, buy hotel, renovate the offices. <laughs> it, you know what it's like? It's like back in the day, which just before Perry Christie went in for his second term, and the then Prime Minister Hubert Ingram was telling us to tighten our belts and watch how we spend. But then before he left office, he bought the Benz Punani car for Perry. Say the what? <laughs> Benz Punani. I just love that jungler song by Vibe. Yeah, he bought the new Mercedes Benz. So, you know, they're telling us to tighten our budgets and trim the fat, but we see the uh, waste and expenditure that mm-hmm. is so commonplace in our government ministries, and especially in education, I could ill afford it because teachers aren't getting their money. Mm, that is crazy to me. That's ridiculous. Classrooms me, but... don't have supplies. But yet you have time to travel all over the world and go to Finland and do fuck. Tell me something, Chrissy, because you have some uh, experience in the educational system. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Is there somewhere we can access all the line items that they spend when it comes to education, like everything they spent on, like in, in detail? Well, the Bahamas government puts out a budget every year and it is available. You can I don't think I don't think it's free. I think you have to purchase it. And they do give a line item for every but is spending in the Ministry of Education. Um, the thing is, we now have a system where you have school districts and superintendents and different divisions where you can ask about what's happening in your schools. And so the thing is, the machinery may not be the best, 
But if you really wanted to dig for answers, I guess you can do that. But, um, you know, our government still operates very much in a clandestine, secret manner. But the budget mm -hmm. is there for all to see. It's a thick. Have you ever seen the government of the Bahamas budget? No, no. And you know how I go when it comes to reading them all along. But my thing is, is it I, I asking like receipt wise, like when you say budget, that means, OK, we have allocated this amount of money to go towards this. I ain't talking mm -hmm. about that. I talking about after, like, let's say um, whatever they spend on repairs now, we could see, OK, we bought uh, 400 sheet of plywood, this amount of nails. Oh, yes, I talking about receipts. Well, we I want to see what it actually spent on. Well, we do have an Auditor General, and after the budget is done, the Auditor General then checks and does the checks and balances. You may remember Thomas Bast, not Thomas Bastian. Um, what's his name? Well, was, anyway, the, Don't matter. the Auditor General, he got into a lot of trouble, uh, or he was criticized heavily with regard to his, you know, checking against the books as to what was spent as opposed to what we got. Mm -hmm. And that is why you had several audits in different ministries. But that the budget, the governmental budget does allow for that. We have an entire ministry of finance. Every ministry has their own accounts, payables, and receivables departments. And so there, there is the financial paper. Do we follow up on it? That's another thing. Because I, I, mm -hmm. I will admit, I haven't seen, the last time I saw the Ministry of Education budget, it was when Alfred Sears was the minister, and it's been a while. But all those items are there and all the things that are spent are there. As a government department head in Ministry of Education or any ministry, you do have to account for what you spend. Right. So I want, it's, it's those supposed are the to be there. Yeah, those are the documents I want to see. And that's well, why when I we want... get the Freedom of Information Act, you can have access to that. In the meantime, it and somebody draw the work. And if they, see, and they go out to work and lock it up, and if they dead, I don't know how we can get in their draw. That's the problem right there. That's the issue. We don't get to see those those documents, and those are the most important documents. Because you could tell me all you want, okay, this amount go into this, this amount go into this, but I want to see specifically what it was spent on. That's what I want to see. Yeah, what about when you know that ain't coming? Um, Tom says the current budget needs to be doubled to make any sense. How is it? Teachers are paid barely enough to pay rent and eat. Kids come to school hungry and are unable to learn. The list goes on and on. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned those things because. We're going to dive into those issues uh, throughout the month. I've done a couple of shows on those topics before um, as it relates to the students and the background with which they come from. Exactly. The terrible backgrounds and why they can't perform. I mean, if you ain't got Everything. no parents in your home, you know what I mean? You're hungry every night. You don't know where your next meal coming from. You're dealing with a, a, a abuse in the home, and then you must go to school and perform. And yeah. so... We need to dive more into those things. It's just a, a lot of people tend to be so judgmental and just say, oh, these children, they don't want to learn. They, don't, they just go to school to waste no, time. Not, and they have... It ain't that simple. But now yeah, exactly. we, do have a, we do have programs where we feed children in schools. I know personally, when I was a teacher, as well as many other teachers, they feed their students as well because a lot of parents are falling through the cracks. But then again, the Bahamas never wants to have a conversation about responsible parenting and family planning. So mm -hmm. you have a lot of people who are unable. For example, the recent school giving out exercise. You know, you have Bahamas who go to every school, give away a mask, all the school bag and commenting. You serious? <laughs> Greg, our people, the stories you hear, Gregory, you'll be shocked. Wow. But let's uh, let's um just barely touch on let's just touch on some of the things we're gonna uh, get into later on in the month. Uh, Jay, I think you're familiar with the Finnish system uh, in Finland. Um, what ideas 
that you have seen um, Finland, you know, implement that you feel would be applicable to us right now that could help to move our system forward? I think they just have a different style of teaching and learn. They don't have, they've eradicated homework pretty much and made learning more um, exploratory. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hands on, they have shorter uh, school hours for their school day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also, that's reflected in the workforce as well. So parents have more time to spend with their kids after school and what's not. Plus, they have proper. Um, after-school care programs to help kids along. If, I mean, in our system, it would work to our benefit if we had more after-school care programs and not just like the teachers, cadets or whatever, but for um, the primary school kids so they could kind of, if they get lost in say a mathematics topic today, they could stay an hour after school and kind of get the help, the extra help that they need as opposed to going at home where their parent either doesn't have the time, doesn't know um, what they're talking about and has no way to properly assist them. And then when they get the bad grade, they get beaten for it. No, but Jay, you're missing a a key factor again as someone who's a former teacher. You see, we don't want to pay our teachers but yet we want them to stay after school and tutor. We want them to stay I I want to pay the teachers. We want them to be these super beings mm-hmm. that are doing things that the parents don't do for their own children. Yeah. And that is the problem. When you respect teachers, then perhaps we'll see a change. But then again, teachers also have to make sure that they're on the ball as well. You know, And what we do in the Bahamas that irritates me, whenever there's a great educator in the classroom, and I can't blame the educator because everybody wants inv- advancement. We like to take good educators out of the classroom and bring them to that shithole on Thompson Boulevard and make them administrators and mm. just mess up the whole school vibe. Mm. I see a couple of people here asking about guidance counselors. They're asking if schools still have guidance counselors, you know, to deal with those kids that yeah, come from troubled backgrounds. It's like this. Let's 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 look at it this way, right? And this is one one of the ideas that I'm gonna touch on in a later show is mm when it comes to which subjects I feel we should actually be teaching in school. Mm-hmm. And to have one or two guidance counselors for how many students in your school? 1,500 or maybe more? At least. At least. If the class one to two guidance, Right. So one to two guidance counselors for <laughs> this entire school, let's be real. That's, that's, that's not going to work. That's unrealistic. And I don't know which qualifications they need to be a guidance counselor. I have no idea what it may be. Um, but I feel, I feel mental health should mm. actually be a subject, should be a class that people, I think we need to normalize mental health and remove mm. that negative, that stigma that's attached to mental health. Mm. Uh, because in our culture, you know, we dismiss mental health as, you know, you're crazy. And so people don't want to be associated with it, even if they do have issues that they need to work through. Most they people don't, have issues. Exactly. I agree. I agree because we all come from, well, let me not say all. A, a great number of us come Most from... Most of us come from broken, dysfunctional yes. homes. Yes, yes. That is, that is a fact, and the statistics bear that out. Yes, and, and are very pretending. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to discuss that. I think mental health should actually be a whole class. Well, talk you know to the I mean? school psychology department. The school what? What, what department is that? The Ministry of Education as a whole, and again, I know this from my time there, they have a whole division that deals with school psychologists. 
the division has had its challenges over the years because of other drama. Mm-hmm. But we do have a whole section that deals with basically social welfare of children. Because mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of a lot of us come from these broken, dysfunctional homes. Uh, you have children who aren't even getting a chance to be children and they have to come to school and, and function as, as children after staying up all night and taking care of all their brothers and sisters. Yep. There's a lot of dysfunction happening. And so we have to make the climate right for our mm-hmm. children to study. And like Jay talked about Finland, if we went to Finland for all that time, and we did this big report. Why have we not implemented some of those things? It's been two years now since we came back from Finland. Well, I'd be honest, uh, I because I I, I I was studying, you know, Finland today. And a lot of those things we are not today ready today. for right now. Like Finland is a is basically a, a socialist country, right? And we we on that we along those lines too. We close okay. to it. but their culture is completely different. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. many things we'll have to do. Like some of those things in order to implement, those things have to be worked in slowly as we as we change our culture along the way or else it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Because yeah. some of those things I heard, I was like, boy, I love the idea. But knowing our culture, the if church, we just dump it in, well, not just that, but if we just dump it in, it may not work because... You know, we, it's something we have to adjust or change some things within our culture in order for that, for those systems to work. Yeah, we have to recondition the right. Populace. Right. We have to change our mindsets on a lot of things because you go there and tell people, oh, we need uh, shorter school hours and no homework. You want these people freak out, eh? They're trying to give you more homework and keep you in school longer. They probably will march for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that You're was right. so shady, Jay. <laughs> They trying to they they will not allow you to do that right away. So these things because me and being a parent, I can tell you now, I hate homework. Can't stand it. I yeah. feel like listen, I doing all this work, I try to provide, and I gotta come and home and do you. all this school work too. And I paying you exactly I, what I paying you for. You might as well let, let me teach the child. Is how I feel well, sometimes. I have told Bahamians long ago when I got my freedom from the school system. I have told Bahamians long ago, and they told me that I was being just too much. Put the Ministry of Education out of business. Mm, What do you mean by that? You can take your child's education. Technology is such that you can do anything. Like I tell some people, you go to MIT online. Okay? Technology has provided. Now, of course, the light got to be on and the internet got to be working. But anyway. And you have the time for it. Exactly. And on a a level of education to assist because, I mean, all right, here what we do um, at Boost, we do a lot of the online um, consultations with homeschool and homeschool support, right? Mm-hmm. And like you say, Greg, you kind of hate homework, but what I, I get where homework came from, and I, I it's, it's one of those things with uh, helping the kid to establish uh, good habits of practicing so they could perfect a certain ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't, like you said, you just can't do these things overnight. And like Chrissy said, technology is evolving, but the parents have to have the time to do it. Now, yes, I agree the Ministry of Education out of business, but the way you do it is where you have these teaching professionals that have the skills to say, you know what, I'm going to attempt to go it on my own where education is a very lucrative business and try and compete with smaller satellite schools to have these um, smaller homeschool situations where you drive 
learning through technology and all the innovations that we are afforded today. Well, mm -hmm. we have to because the thing is, school, first of all, the history of school, and I said this before on one of your shows, Greg, you mm -hmm. know, it comes from the German word school, which was supposed to be indoctrination. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, school is not giving our students skills that they can handle, that they can use in the real world. Exactly. Now, again, a lot of our students do well, but a lot of our students don't do well. Out of the 6,000 students that left Ministry of Education schools, and I know the private schools have their issues as well, but mm -hmm. a, we're dealing with a lot of people who can't do basic numeracy, literacy, and oracy skills. Mm -hmm. And that is a problem, and it gets worse. The more money we throw, the worse it gets. And that's why partners like what Jay is doing and, 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 and um, you know, other places that try and bridge that gap between what the Ministry of Education and what private schools miss out on, mm -hmm. they're good. But at the end of the day, when your child comes home with homework, like when my son went to the churchy school, I hated how I had to spend four hours a night doing homework. That is ridiculous. Yes, yes. It is so, so so the question is, what is the school doing and why are you so non-structured that you can't get this work done in, while they're in the school? You're in school from nine o'clock till three o'clock, mm -hmm. 830 in some in some instances. Mm -hmm. And the thing you is, know why, what? why can't it I, be done? You know why, Chrissy? Because they got it. You know, you got first thing when you get to school, you got to have trade service, first of all. Well, you know, you got to have your trade service. And Bible study. I tell you, I use the I use the one that listen, I said to my child at um church or school. What's what the hell going on? Because she know, you know all you know the also the hymns and all that stuff, but don't know the the, the times there. But let's see what the hell going on, man. A lot of it too, um it comes down and is this gonna sound horrible? Um, but just experiencing what we went through this last year opening up Boost Educational Services, mm -hmm. it, it it comes with the broadency of the child itself because some of these kids aren't um motivated to learn they're not they're not hold on Najee. i gotta disagree with you on that and here's why i only could say what my experience is with my but small group. But let me but let me, let me provide you with a perspective on that because i hear that a lot too right mm -hmm. i think that is not true kids are motivated to learn mm -hmm. Trust me, that's just a human trait. You want to learn. You want. I mean, this is why they ask. You see how many Google how many um, um, questions a child asks, like four year old, five year old. Google how many questions they ask. They want to learn. However, is <laughs> the methods that we use they are not relating to. They're not. It's boring to them. They're not getting it. So if a child is tuned out or or seems as though they don't want to learn, maybe it's something wrong with either what you're trying to teach them or the way you're trying to teach it to them. It's okay. not. They're not interested in your math. The way you're trying to bring it across. I mean, let's be real. A child sitting still in a classroom while you have something on a board or in a book. That's not what's going to spark their creativity or their imagination or their excitement. You understand? They kids. They got energy. They probably they want touch. They want talk. They want be active. You understand? Exactly. And so, but we want so to I, I, I disagree with the statement that they are not motivated to learn. They're how you think they learn a whole language? The whole English language they learn. All right, here, here, and here, they learn other things. You said a lot. Exactly. Of, you said a lot of. You said a lot of great things, and a lot of the things that you said is true. However, uh, the the miseducation of the kids comes down to so many different points. Some of the points that you said 
maybe they're not learning and this is not their style of learning so you tr you need to try and alter the way you teach that particular child or any particular child and that's agree with but i agree with that but however the pro a lot of the kids today they the roles have switched so there isn't a respect for the teacher and why is that because their parents that's what, that's what i'm saying i'm getting to the, the home support is completely broken so there is no longer that respect for the teacher what the teacher has to say how no matter if the teacher is trying to get to on your level to make sure you learn they don't care yeah. and then the thing about it is the parents come with these attitudes and i've seen it over the years that their child is the boss so you got to do whatever you got to do to make my child happy what mm. no mm. and, that, and that's the reality a lot of teachers are facing so they as educators become dejected and they check out of these career and you see teachers moving on into to different things at after short um, periods of time five six been going years on. and they're done mm -hmm. well that's true i, I agree with that, that, that that's but true. the bahamas has to value education the bahamas says it values education but the actions that we espouse do not indicate same mm. and b is saying my son did poorly in the traditional school system but excel at btvi and that's and that's and that's what we have to that's another thing we have to look at is trying to alter our teaching styles and i know it's i know it's so difficult there's so many things we have to fix in order to implement things because when you have one teacher and 30 to 40 students in the right. government school system that's a disaster system, it's a yeah you can't yeah, it's you cannot um, tailor to this person's learning style, this person's learning style. That's that's damn near impossible. And why? So, why are the classrooms so crowded? Why you can't build? It's not, it's not impossible. It's why? just restructuring with the resources that you have. No, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is impossible. Jay is with that system with one teacher, forty students, certain amount of time. You are not gonna get to go and individualize your, you know what I mean, your teaching. So we mm -hmm. have to alter, we have to change the classroom sizes, first of all. We have mm -hmm. to, if it takes two teachers to a class or maybe more, then we have to do that. We need more teachers. You have that. So you certain have things that we have school. to adjust, but the way it is, it's impossible is what I'm saying. But you have Not necessarily, because you, you okay. see, you have to go at the root of the situation. This is why assessments are important early. Mm -hmm. So we have primary schools. We have, I think the government has some kindergartens as well. So assessing the kids properly and figuring out where how they learn and where they learn, then you send them off to these, uh, I guess, quote unquote, specialized um, programs and teaching styles to fit them based on the resources you have. So you could turn, say, original primary, like where I came from, for more of the visual learners. This is the style here because we, we see from K-1 oh, to grade two, that these kids need to be in this system and then mm. these kids need to be in this particular system. So take stock of the inventory that you have and properly process the kids mm -hmm. instead of just passing them on based but on... But Jay, that, that is what we do. And the thing is, I still maintain, when I used to teach school, I taught grades 7 through 12. I used to spend a good 15 minutes trying to quiet children down. Parents, and again, I, I, I hate to... The, the first education happens in the home. Your child need to be coming to school knowing how to read, knowing certain sight words, knowing certain things. See, instead of you uh, teaching the children the vibes, cartel songs, and other things, <laughs> you need to realize that you are a vital factor in what that children are like sponges. 
Mm -hmm. and what those children learn. And a lot of our children, because of the lack of parenting, they are coming mm -hmm. to the classroom at a deficit. They are coming to the educational system with, with a deficit of skills because mm -hmm. they're lackluster, trifling, shiftless parents. And even if they are that way, they don't even use the resources. I used to go to a parenting class and help out with the Ministry of Social Services. Mm -hmm. You used to be able to skate through that class. Now, now they've made it mandatory through the court because of the issues of neglect that we're seeing increasing in our country. But oh. parents have to realize that they are the first step in the educational process. And if education is not valued in your home, chances are you're not going to give a shit about it. No, and, I, and while I agree with you, Chrissy, I agree. However, I do understand, too, again, being a parent nowadays and working as much as I work, I understand how difficult that is when you try in your best to provide financially. And let's, yes. let's be honest, the cost of living is just continuing to go up and up and up yes. and up and up. And you having to work more and more and more to make yes. more money so yes. that you could provide for the children. So you have very little time. And by the time you get home, you're done tired from working all day anyway. So when they come with this yes. school work, you're like, oh, geez, I tired. I just want to lay here and, you know, catch myself. So while I agree, it starts at home. However... You have less people that have time to do those things because they work so much just to be able to provide for those children. So we have a problem. You know what I mean? We clearly have a problem. But we have to fix it. You still yes. have to sacrifice and do what you have to do. No parent wants to work nine to nine and come home and do homework. Actually, nine o'clock, your children need to be in bed. That's another thing as a teacher that used to frustrate me. The mm. time that Bahamian children go to sleep, I marvel at the fact that they expect to function in school the next day. And I ask, who these parents is? How your child, 13 years old and going to bed, 12 o'clock in the night? Mm. Really, though? I went yeah. to bed until I was 16. I went to bed at 7.30. Wow. <laughs> After the first portion of ZNS News, I was in bed. Wow. And, and my mom, being a single parent, having to work in days, yeah, she right. was on top of what it is that we did, how we were progressing in school. Sunday, when she had time, she would have, we would have to bring all of our books from school. She would look through and see what grades we were getting and all this other stuff. And she would question us, why did we do so poorly here? Whatever the case would be. Plus she had personal relationships with all of our teachers from grade one straight to grade 12. She knew, she might not have been to every PDA meeting, but she made herself known when right. first progressive report came out, introduced herself and made sure there was a line of communication in case, hey, Jay was to opt up or whatever the case would be. And this is how you could reach me. Mm. Well, we have to help the parents who obviously, and again, because of our social fabric that has eroded, it is not eroding. The social fabric of our country has eroded. People mm -hmm. don't like to admit that. And so these persons who are bringing children into the world, parents need help. And that is why... If you have the tools, you have to use the tools. A lot of us don't use the tools in our toolbox. Mm -hmm. And then oh, uh, I agree. And we expect people to pick up the gap. It is not the Ministry of Education's or the private school sector's responsibility to raise your children. They are partners in the education of your children. A lot of parents, uh, because of the busyness you talk about, Greg, because of mm -hmm. the overwhelm, et cetera, more or less give up their, their portion of what they're supposed to be doing. And that's the frustration. Yeah, so right. I, everybody want to have baby, but nobody want to raise baby. But I have a question, though, Chrissy, and I, I, I agree, and I understand that. But what, what, what should we do as a nation? Let's say government-wise, if we are recognizing that the parents are not doing that with their part, 
and just releasing these children out into the world and they growing up themselves and becoming menaces to society, what should we then as a nation do? So, but while we may not want to take on that extra burden of parenting when it comes to school, we may have to if that's what it's going to take so that we can have a better society in some way, shape, or form. We can't just say, oh, the parents need to do better, the parents need to do better, the parents need to do better. And if we don't see that happening, someone but has to step have, up. But Greg, we have the tools. Uh, yes, the Ministry of Education, Ministry of Social Services, uh, they may be overwhelmed like most government offices are. But a lot of parents aren't using the tools that are at their disposal, as it mm. is. No, I because agree. Again, but if, you I don't think... value edu if education ain't important to you, then you're going to look at it differently. Some people mm -hmm. look at school as a way to get their children out of the house and from out yep. underneath them. Mm -hmm. And so it has to, the whole mindset of the nation has to change. And what Jay and Shah are doing, and many other professionals who have branched out and have opened up learning centers to help people. Uh, a lot of times we, we have to put in the work, you know, parenting. And, and again, people say, oh, Chris, you could say is you have one child. That's not the point. Parenting mm -hmm. is a full time damn job. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. a lot of us are putting half ass effort into it and expecting the great benefits. Yeah. Children cannot raise themselves. Children oh, they can. <laughs> it's well, just how well, they well, And those very well. <laughs> A lot of children raising themselves right now, and that's the problem. That's the main, that's the main problem right there. And it's these same people who are deficient, who are then running our institutions that, uh, you know, again, we go to Finland, we go to England, we go to the Caribbean, we say we're learning all these wonderful things, but we don't implement them. You know what? Uh, um, Garen is saying something that we've mentioned before on the, on the show, right, Chrissy? And um, I think we need to do a whole show on this, right? What's and that? this is super controversial, mm. but he is saying that uh, people should have to apply to have kids. That's not going to happen in a majority. <laughs> in, in a free Western society, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's um, a little too eugenics. But the thing one, one, of, one, of, one of the things that I always wanted to see happen, because we have all this data on how male children check out at a certain age because of X, Y, Z, and they're least likely to succeed, blah, 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 blah. I wanted to look at some of our uh, family islands and build um, what you call those uh, what you call those foreign schools that rich people are sending their kids to. Boarding um, schools. We have boarding, boarding schools. Boarding schools. We have where we on our family islands, darling. We have those. No, I know, no, no, no. I'm talking about from a at a government level. Take some of the at risk at risk kids that we see um, continuously year after year, having their parents having to come through social services. They're, they're identified as having high IQ, but they're in poor environments. Take those kids, unfortunately, um, take them away. Take them out of the environment. We that had that. You remember Yeast? And now the current mm -hmm. Minister of Education is the person who was responsible for co-founding Yeast. I thought that would be one of the first things he would have brought back. Yeah, but I, I mean, take it way beyond these. I mean, not allowing these kids, when they do go back on little holidays or whatever, I take that environment totally out of their system until they reach the, to the level where they're ready for tertiary education and then um, send them back in society. And I think we will produce higher level citizens that way. Time stem. What's that? How do you just... Again, maybe I'm getting touchy as a black person. That sounds very eugenics and very, um, very. Um, uh, How do you take away someone's child from them? You just can't take someone's child. It has to be a partnership. It is a tripartite arrangement. 
educator, student, parent. It is a, a three-part arrangement. You can't. But if the parent is ideally, ideally, Chrissy, but then if you see in your society that parenting in a lot of Why instances don't not? exist, what are you going to do? Well, you have to teach women yeah. and men to Save be better right. No, I, I, I get that, but I mean, during that time, while you're teaching, what do you do with those kids? Well, again, you have situations where the state or the, the nation does take your children away, but mm -hmm. that can't be the first, that can't be a, syst a system that we put in place. You wow. can't tell people, oh, you're going to go to this family island school and you won't come back until you're fully socialized. No, that's called prison. No, it's not. No, it's no, not. you don't. No, you're no, no, not in prison. Different skills. They're learning different life skills away from an environment that could influence them negatively. And then once we have all from. this knowledge, we allow them to come back in society to function as functioning adults, hoping to stem a tide where we have to do that less and less. You do not only do it with the male child, but you do it with female children in separate on separate campuses. Well, we've heard that before. We've been talking about separate education for years. Again, all these ideas, we just talk, talk, talk about it. Mm -hmm. And nothing is put into implementation. You see, you can talk as much as you want. Mm -hmm. We talked about having an international baccalaureate program after all these years. We talked about separate an IB program, like a St. Andrews, a Life of Key School, making that on the public school level. Oh, and that's, that's interesting that you said that because I, I, one of the things I want to talk about, too, um, on, on the future shows is I personally don't feel that we should have private schools. Well, I think, I think, you all I think, and see, Jay, Jay could disagree will. because you have a private, you have a private learning institution. No, Greg, so of course, you're going to disagree. You can't tell me if I want to spend no. $4,000 to go send my child to that. Here's why. To take all your money. That's my business. Well, here's why. Briefly. You can't tell people you can't have private school. Here's why. Here's why. Hold on. See, you're looking at it as an extremist point of view. Here's why. Things, certain things, in my opinion, should not be um, incentivized by money. Health, education are the two main things I don't think should be. People should be doing for money. Well, you understand? Many so, people are. So here's why. And also, and again, and we talk about Finland, and Jay, you, you should notice they don't have private schools. Right. I know they that. don't have private have a great educational system. Exactly. Now here's my thing, and this is why. And you know why? Because you can't be all, oh, I am so posh. I have all this money. I will remove my children from your peasants, put them in this high class institution, but let them get the best, and too. separate them from the rest of your peasants okay. and society. And what it what it forces, it forces these people to make sure that the education system is adequate for their children because they have no choice but to send them to this institution. So they will make sure that it is run the way it's supposed to run and that their children are getting the education that they're supposed to get. So well, thing, the, thing with that, but, the mm. thing with that is, one, we live in a free Western capitalist society. Uh, and we have free will. You can't tell And you have free will, right? And honestly, at this... We don't have free will. That's nonsense. At this, at this particular stage, uh, Greg, if... I agree. If, if, if I would say if the percentage of people that had faith with means had faith 
in a government-run institution, um, they would send their kids uh, to pro to public schools or whatever. But uh, we had that. It was called the government high school. Yeah, and as soon as we became up. independent, that was Tom, pretty much dismantled. And Tom is saying Finland has private schools. Nobody uses them. I'll look it up again. But from what I saw this morning, I saw a lot of. I did some research. And well, first what of all, I, we can't compare ourselves to Finland. They said they said they said that they don't have private schools. I'll look it up again, Tom. I'll look the it up again. Ministry of but, Education is still very much in a colonial mindset. Our Ministry of Education very much has to revamp itself. Oh no, for sure. I'm not and saying that's hey, and a I'm, question. We've been having when when the current director of education was a researcher, they did something called the 10 year educational program in 2009. It is now 10 years later where the implementation is. Well, that's the thing. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying wham, bam, throw it into place right now. No, we need a whole lot of things to change before we could even consider doing that. But I I think in long term, way down the line in the future, because clearly the way our government is right now, they can't run a tuck shop. You understand? They don't run uh, nothing uh, properly. <laughs> you understand? They can't run nothing. They can't run nothing. So but, I but get why people would want. I get why people would want to, you know what I mean? Uh, um, have private institutions because they don't have faith in the government running nothing. I understand that completely, and I agree at this point. However, I think we need to get our government to the point where they can run these institutions adequately. And those institutions, in my opinion, being education and healthcare. These are things I think should not be incentivized by money. Well, we shall see because again, we've had these conversations before. And remember, a lot of a lot of the schools that are in our country, uh, private schools who are have been getting subsidies from the Bahamas government. That's the irony. You are private school, but you still get money out of our treasury. The whole system needs a revamp. Yes, and, we have and that's decide, what we're going to discuss. Are we, are we teaching students to be productive citizens or just drones who we want to pay taxes and just shut up and take it? Exactly. I say from 1970. And don't forget, go to church. Matter. Yeah, you got to go to church. And, you know, we <laughs> love the Lord and church is good, but unfortunately, the, the churchiness of our country uh, also helps with the myopic way that we look at things. Yep. I it, think it contributes really, greatly to it. Yeah, it I really think it's the greatest factor. Yeah, it's a problem. But the thing we, we every year we have the same conversation about education and still in June of 2019, we're still going to be churning out illiterates and enumerates. And so Tom, Tom, Tom is asking, but why let the government educate the public that can be flawed also? Listen, Tom, the government, in quotes, per se, don't educate the people. They hire teachers that educate the people. Right. I and like I just said. Clearly, we have issues with our government and the way we run things. So I, I am saying this, saying first that we have to fix these issues that we have within government before we could even consider making all educational institutions uh, government run. Because clearly, like I say, from their, their track record, they can't run a talk shop through two chop corner. Well, the Bahamas government, you're so wrong. The Bahamas government has always had a challenge running hospitals schools, hotels, libraries, bookstores. The Bahamas, the government is not good at running businesses, but it does that because everybody, quote unquote, is supposed to have a fair shake at services. Because if you mind the 60 greedy families who run the Bahamas, everything will be up for cost. Okay. Mm -hmm. Suppose we turn your idea on it totally on its head and take 
um, get the government to privatize it, allowing teachers to form boutique satellite schools um, and take X amount of children under their wing in the resources that we have already built and paid for with our tax dollars. That what do you think about something like that? I can think of two schools in the Bahamas that are doing that right now. And I and I miss I missed the first part of what you were saying because it was breaking up, but you said what if uh we, we could be right there and and say, well, all government, no private. What uh -huh. about fully privatize the government inventory that we have and make the citizenry um pay a minimal fee for the education of their children per term? Will we have something? Isn't that similar to what we have now? Because private schools yeah, are subsidized. The little key registration um, thing, um, and and that no, I don't with like but private schools school subsidized fee. by the government. That's what that I'm saying. That's similar to that what we have now. Except three, all schools are subsidized, public and private. Except I think three of them are not. Yeah, so that's similar to what we have now. That's a system in place. Yeah, that that's but that's the, not the uh, system only works. When it is given a good foundation and you work the system, we just we just pulled these ideas out of a behind without any follow through and without any measurable, um, without measuring the efficacy of it. That that's the problem that I have. Mm. We do the same things every year. Yeah, and we and don't have a way to measure. Is it working? Yeah, and that's we have we have some core issues before we could ever think about implementing a lot of these because a lot of people have a lot of good ideas, and I see uh Garen is saying the Bahamas government is not good at running anything. But again, we always say that, and it's like we say that as though as long as it's government, it ain't gonna run properly. No, I don't care who it is, when it is, where they come from, if it's government, it ain't gonna run properly. I think that's wrong. Now, while I understand why you feel that way, because I feel that way, because that's been the track record. I think that's due to our culture in this country. We have a culture of corruption. We have a culture of slackness. We have a culture of greed. We have these negative things so deep, deep in our culture. Exactly. So, so this is it. why we have the change. The, we have the shift our culture so that we can do these things in order to implement these things. And that's why in a lot of instances, what Finland is doing, I don't think a lot of those things would work right now if we just slap them in place Did because of the cultural differences. So it's going to be. This, I ain't trying to fix. I ain't trying to fix the whole education system by next term. You know, sure, you what can. we're going to be discussing is something that's going to be long term over a couple of generations. It's something that's going to take time. So don't take it as oh, I want y'all to implement these policies tomorrow, and we can see the results of it next week. But can it's we not like that. Something can we implement? Like for example, yes. Start. We have to start somewhere. Done, every report that we've done from the 70s and having seen all these reports, can we implement something from them? We spend all this money, we travel all these distances, but what do we implement and see to fruition? Mm -hmm. I, I was one of the people who was lucky enough to start our country's first distance education using media. Where's that now? Why do we always say we're gonna do something we start it, bitch it up, and then we don't finish it. Mm. That's my thing. Measurable goals. Mm -hmm. Measurable, attainable goals. We seem to fall down on that. 
Well, you think you think you think we could get anybody from the Ministry of Education to, to discuss why these things either happen and then stop or don't happen at all? Well, you can. I mean, the person who I used to always interview, he's now the director. Um, okay. Marcellus well, you don't hit him up, Taylor. man. Hit him up, Reach see if he can do Marcellus it. Marcellus Taylor. Um, see what he says. He was the one who was very instrumental in that 10-year plan that was supposed to end in 2019. Because there are many people in the Ministry of Education who are just as frustrated as we, the citizens, are. Mm -hmm. Those of us who value education. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris, you, you, you need to hook that up, man. Hit him up and see what he said. Mm. <laughs> Don't speak to Bahamians anymore. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's like, what <laughs> Are you going against your own words, man? It ain't about you, boo. It's about, boo, about, it's about the nation. I am vacation. I am vacation. I am vacation. I done worked for 19 years. I tired. <laughs> well, I'll reach, out, I'll reach out. I'll reach out to someone who knows someone who knows someone. Yeah, man. Hook that up. Hook that up for your boy, man. Let's get because I want I want us just be throwing out ideas. I want actually know how the system runs and how we could really implement these things, how we could be practical about this situation. You know what I mean? Because like you say, we could talk all day. We could yeah, talk. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. From we 1973, talk. we've been talking about what we're going to do about our country and educating our people as the population grows, as we don't build enough schools for the growth in the population. That's why you got... Hello? Being... Yeah. Oh, boy. Internet issues. Internet issues. Chrissy, I thought you was in, in the line of the free home of the brave where y'all got speed and internet, man. What's going on? Oh. But anyhow, <laughs> while she have internet moments, let me just run down a couple of things I want to talk about throughout uh, September as it relates to education. And like I say, some would be controversial, but you know, I think it's some things we have to have discussions about because we need some drastic change because I think we can all agree that the direction we're going in right now, it ain't looking good. It ain't looking too good as far as education is concerned. So, you know, uh, Jay, we can have the revisit. Um, the topic I think we talked about with uh, with Dr. Michelle Major before, and mm -hmm. that's um, indoctrinating these children with Christianity in schools as opposed to the lessons they're supposed to be learning. So we can, we can touch on that again. We'll probably do part two of that one. Um, I want to talk about more in detail having straight up public schools and eliminating uh, private school or the way we have it now, the system we have now. I want to discuss subjects that we should implement in school and subjects that we need to remove, mm -hmm. um, like such as, like I said, I think mental health should be a subject. We learn about our psychology and all of that stuff in school. I think we should learn about conflict resolution in school. I think we should learn about professionalism and etiquette in school. I think we need to really teach about how the government actually functions so people know once they get out and they start getting involved in elections and voting that they know exactly how it's run and what they're supposed to do in the role they play. I think these are things that needs to be focused on in, in schools, basically preparing students for life after school, because that's not something we do. We prepare them for examinations. We have a system of uh, uh, retention and repetition uh, and regurgitation, I should say, just to try and get good grades on examinations. And then when the children go out in the real world, they don't know how to approach it because they weren't taught in school. So I want to change the entire system to focus on and see Tom saying sex ed. Yes. Sex ed and family planning. You know what I mean? Let's add on to that. Not just sex ed, but family planning and sexual education. Let's make Real that a subject. Sex education. Yes. And see, they could learn from Jay because Jay planning his family. Jay doing something that most black people don't do. You know what I mean? We just juice and mother said, you pregnant? That's how we so have families. You are so wrong. <laughs> Jay actually planning. Well, the nation so. doesn't have family planning because remember, in our history, 
a lot of our people in the 60s and 70s thought that it was genocide of the black people. That's why you have Shantanique Tala. Yeah, exactly. Seven children at age 21. Shantanique Tala. Let me stop. Yes, and Brandon is correct. Yes, how to budget money. Yes, finance. Finance. Why is this not a big subject in school? And this is, and like they, they was just in the news, they were talking about how only what nine people qualify for them cheap lots that they basically given away yeah. because people take on this bad debt because they are financially illiterate. So why isn't finance? Why isn't it taught in school? So all of these things throughout the month of September, I want to get deep into a lot of these subjects and really talk about revamping our education system. Because let's be honest, the way we're heading right now, it ain't looking good. We're running for this cliff and it looks like people just continue to press down the accelerator. No one wants to put the car in neutral and say, hold on, let's figure this out. Do we want to continue on this course or do we want to go to a different path? And so Most people want a different path, I'm sure, because this right here. You sure? I think deep down, now you know you have the stupid among us who are quite content to be ignorant and lackluster, but I firmly believe, despite the appearances, most Watch I fight people, Tom. Say church equals family planning. Boy, Tom, look here. You better come from around here talking Church equals family planning. <laughs> you better come from around here. All of them pastors juicing up all the congregation. And then you better come from around here, boy. <laughs> Talk well, the church is, again, <laughs> instruments of pretense. Yes. But I, I'm glad you're going to do this month-long conversation on our educational system. Hopefully, it will inspire people to have honest dialogue about it. And hopefully, Bahamians will see that they are stakeholders as well. A lot of people don't feel that they are stakeholders in their own lives and in education. I don't know why. Yeah. But that's why they feel they feel helpless. They just take whatever is thrown at them. Yeah, Garen, I, I with you, Garen. Garen says, I'm 30 plus, just getting an understanding of money management. Me too, Garen. I still yeah. learn it right now. I'm really learning about finances right now in my mid 30s. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So it's, it's something that we, we really need to re revamp this system because a lot of the things they teach in school, let's be honest, we don't, we don't use. 85, at least, For and I've been generous, at least 85% of what they teach me in school, I have never applied in this lifetime. Most yeah. of them garbage they teach me don't even come up. Now, yeah, something yeah. theorem hasn't come up in the food store for me yet. And I never had to. I never gone in super value and see a price on a pack of grits, say X, Y. You understand? Oh, so okay. I don't know why the flick we got letters in mathematics. Don't make no sense to me. You understand? <laughs> I never see letters as a price in the food store. Yeah, it's, it's, we have to be practical. Practical. And that's something we have to work on. Mm -hmm. Practical education. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Andrew's saying, I think Tom was being uh, trapsy. Yeah, he had to been being trapsy, but trade but equals family planning. But anyhow, folks, we don't run across our, our time. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for taking part in this conversation. I know it's last minute, but you know how this thing go. It's busy. Got a lot of days going on. So we try to give the people the show every week as best as we could. And um, for those that are tuned in, please go ahead and share the video. Hit that share button. It don't cost you nothing. It don't take long. Just press share. Let's get more and more people because they need to be aware of these conversations because we don't want to have people beat up their gum on other shows about the same political topics over and over and over. And we ain't never doing same that. Same colors, same people. Same colors, same people, same subjects, same perspectives, most yeah. of all. Because you could have a subject. But if it's only from one perspective, then what's really the value in that conversation? So we, we, I, I want to believe that we approach things from different perspectives and we can give people a different outlook on a lot of these subjects that are important to the development of this country. So please go ahead and hit the share button. Tag people that you feel will from this discussion. Jay, I see you look like you're tired. You're there working. I see you're still awake. Putting in that work to get the children ready for school next week or for education next today. week. Help the children. 
Yeah, man, now, help the children out. Do what you can do. If you want to help your children, homework help, we have it here. Just check the website. Keep your posted somewhere up in here. Tell them what it is. It is boostbahamas.com. What we're offering is after-school um, homework help for parents that don't pretty much have the time. They want a safe environment for their kids to be where they can be helped by professionals. Mm -hmm. So we have it here. Uh, if you know where Seahorse is on Soldier Road, you can drop on in. You can ask for myself or my wife, Ms. Hansen. Mm -hmm. Star Hansen, or you can check the website out and send us an email. It's very affordable, so don't be afraid to send an email. Bing. And congrats to you guys with that, Jay. Good. Thank you. Thank to you. See you trying to make the world a better place, because Lord knows we need it. Yes, and Chrissy, I, I, I can't even tell people where they can find you because you say you on vacation. You on you 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 take a, you ain't even come on the camera today. You take a picture. I this whole thing, I haven't seen Chrissy. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, it. Chrissy, Chrissy. I, I have spent the last 19 years making miracles happen, so I'm on the miracle tour. Mm. Chrissy, you, you ain't do your show in how long now? My last show was on the 20th of August. So, but anyway, tell the people where they could watch your previous shows anyhow, because they still might want to see some of your trapsiness. You even could though watch you're me doing at Scotiabank, <laughs> number 107897, Paradise <laughs> Island Branch. Thanks. Meet, beat me there. <laughs> Chrissy Love Live to the world on YouTube. Go search it. She have a bunch of episodes on there. So if you want to watch the backlog, since she ain't doing no new shows, go ahead and watch those episodes. Well, we're uploading some old, we're uploading our Facebook shows to YouTube. So stay tuned. Awesome. Because we yeah. had some great shows back in the day. Yes, we did. So yeah, we're we going to do that. And you know, again, while you do your shows and I do my shows, let's inspire Bayman people like Oprah says in her wonderful exhibit. Wherever you are, that's your talk show. Mm -hmm. Say what you got to say. Do mm -hmm. what you got to do. Make the world better. Most definitely. Don't and on that note, everybody else. on that note, folks, um, go under the rug.com is the website. Check it out. We have the YouTube videos on the website. You could also subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Go Under the Rug Podcast. Look for it on YouTube. Watch our older episodes and hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so you get notifications when we post. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next week, peace. Peace. Hug the baby. I will. <laughs>